what is up, Daddy Gang? It is your single father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, back on it again, for another motherfucking episode of Call Her Daddy. How the hell are you all doing? Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Me too. <laughs> We're pretending you guys said you're in great moods. I am too. What? Why are you in a good mood, Alex? You're usually hungover and tired. Not today, motherfuckers. Daddy gang, by the time that I upload this lovely, lovely episode, your girl, your father is officially on vacation. I'm extremely excited to go drink a fat fucking pina colada and have some sex. Now, don't worry because all of you are like, that's nice, Alex. Great. But hold on. So we don't get an episode next week. There isn't an episode of Call Her Daddy next week. However, I didn't forget about you. I'm not fully leaving my children. There is going to be an episode on Hannah's podcast, Burning in Hell, where she interviews me and we get super dark and deep. Um, We recorded this the other week. So that will be fun that you guys can go listen to. So technically, you're going to get your daily dose of Call Her Daddy. Now let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to <laughs> let's get to the motherfucking good stuff, Daddy Gang. There has been so much drama in my life this past week that I truly feel like I haven't been able to like come up for air. There's been so much shit going on that I barely I was like, I need to get on the fucking podcast and tell the Daddy Gang what the fuck is going on in my life. <clears throat> Are you guys ready for the breaking news? Yeah, come on, Alex. Give us the goods. I'm coming. Daddy gang, listen the fuck up. You ready for this one? There is a man that lives (laughs) across... You're like, what? Here we go. There is a man that lives across the hall from me that is extremely mentally unhinged. I have to move out of my goddamn New York City apartment by October 31st. And I am, in fact, Alex fucking Cooper moving to motherfucking L.A. And daddy gang, I am not fucking doing it alone. For the first time in five years, Lauren McMullen, my best friend since second grade, is fucking single. She broke up with her fucking boyfriend, and she's fucking coming with me, baby. And we're moving to LA. (laughs) You're all like, wait, Alex, slow down. What? You just moved into your apartment. Lauren broke up with her boyfriend. Last time she was on your fucking show, it sounded like they were getting fucking married. It was like a seven-year fucking relationship. And what do you mean you're moving to LA? You swore you would never go. Daddy gang, welcome to the fucking show this week, baby. There's a lot going on, and you're all like, let's let's get into the details. Don't worry. Of course, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's break it fucking down. Let's start with my apartment. If you guys have followed me on social media, you've seen I have this gorgeous apartment, which I have said thank you, fucking daddy gang, because the only fucking reason I am living in that apartment is because of every single person listening to this podcast. You have given me the ability to live somewhere that I truly never dreamed of fucking living. So first of all, let's take a fucking minute to be like, thank you. So I'm in this baller place, and the last thing you guys fucking saw was a move-in vlog. Well, now the next video you're going to see is a move-out vlog because I'm leaving. 
There is a man that lives across the hall from me that is extremely unhinged and I don't need to get into how he's been arrested and he's a little he's a little erratic psycho whatever and basically people had to get involved and for safety reasons I have to move out of this building. It's fucking sucks because if you guys have seen on social media, I have put my heart and soul into not furnishing for the first time in my goddamn fucking life my apartment from the trash. So it's fucking shitty. I'm not going to lie. The fact that I'm telling you that someone super unhinged lives across from me, you also know how psycho I am. Let's just say that I have ramped up the door buddy situation from a nice little one hooker under the fucking doorknob. I have 10 door buddies and then I have my dresser slide up to my fucking door right before I go to sleep every night because God forbid the man shows up. Knock, knock, bitch, you're dead. This is, is can you guys tell I'm a little unhinged? I'm unhinged now. He's making me unhinged. So as I'm learning this, Lauren shows up, knock, knock on my door and goes, hey, big Al, I'm moving the fuck in. I just broke up with my boyfriend and she brings all of her shit to my apartment. I'm like, Lauren, I'm so happy and proud of you that you finally are single. However, I'm moving out. So Lauren's trying to move in and I'm fucking moving out, daddy gang. So now Lauren and I are sitting in this great apartment and we're like, on October 31st, we are, we are homeless. Okay. So Lauren and I have been like, wow, what, what a life, man. You know, you go from moving into this great place and a stable relationship to two seconds later. And also all of you are probably thinking, Alex, what did you do? Alex, Alex, what did you do? why did she break up with the boyfriend I promise this as for the first time in my life this has nothing to do with me and Lauren told me that she'll come on and she'll explain and whatever but for right now all you need to know is she broke up with her boyfriend of five years and now Lauren and I are homeless now the scene is set Alex Lauren homeless where will they go next phase two motherfuckers we're going to LA Alex how the hell did that even come about you took the scouts on or <laughs> okay never will I ever I said it I will totally admit I said I would never fucking go to LA I'm moving to LA guys this is how it happened if you follow me on social media you probably actually saw the infamous night that this all went down it was the other night Lauren and I were posting away on social media but the one through and through nothing could deny the fact that everyone could tell we were fucking lit we were hammered a couple fucking dirty martinis in and all of a sudden every single girl even man can relate to this when you're with your best friend and you're getting fucking drunk and then you start to have deep conversations you get emotional it's kind of beautiful you love those girl nights where you're like let's fucking drink let's listen to fucking Lana Del Rey let's pour fucking salt in the wound and let's go there Lauren's like I want to just cry So we start to get really fucked up and we start to just talk about life and to slow it down for a minute, to be real with you guys for a minute, Lauren and I start to have conversations about like, what is New York city to us right now? Because there is no denying the fact that New York city is the greatest fucking city in the world. And that will never fucking change in my opinion. It is the greatest fucking city. However, right now, New York city is not New York city. Everything closes at 10 o'clock. The reason you live in New York is because it's the city that never fucking sleeps. And I find myself going to bed at 9 o'clock every night because nothing is open. Dude, CVSs are closed. They're not 24 hours anymore. I'm like, how do I go get Cheetos at midnight? Okay. You're like, all right, chill, dude, chill. But on top of like joking that it's not New York, there's also an underlying other issue where Lauren just broke up with her boyfriend. 
And every single person listening to this podcast that has ever gone through a breakup, specifically one that is like years and years in where you lived with this person, where every single day this person is a part of your life, they become your best friend, you know that that doesn't just go away in a second. So to end that, Lauren keeps coming back from work and she's like, Alex, I literally almost told the cab driver to like go to my old apartment. Like it's fucking with her. She's like, New York is so depressing to me right now. And then I'm over here and I've been saying it. I also too kind of went through a breakup in the city and I feel as though I just need a fucking fresh start. And Lauren is looking at me saying the same fucking thing. And we're like, we wish all the people in our past well we wish them the best of luck and and we hope they fucking thrive and succeed in all the things but we're both kind of like to take care of ourselves right now like what do we need and that night is really when the idea was born we hadn't been thinking about it prior and Lauren looks at me in in a honestly kind of a an interesting look the eyes were a bit glazed over at this point wasn't really sure if she even was gonna remember this in the morning pretty fucking black how honestly glazed over looks at me in the eyes kind of drooling slurring at me and goes Alex why don't we go to LA you said it yourself in one of your vlogs let's be bi-coastal bitches let's just fucking do it we can do whatever the fuck we want October 31st, as far as we know, we don't need to be in New York City. Will we come back? Fucking yes, of course, we love this city. But for right now, why don't we take control of our fucking lives, get on a plane, and just move? Like, there's no reason for us to not do something that we really feel is the best for us. And so, Daddy Gang, in that moment, we realized, by coastal bitches, here we fucking come. Now listen... I think my reservations towards LA in the past, I'll be honest, have been like, I see the TikTokers and the influencers and I've never wanted to be like, bang energy, swipe up. But that's also not who Lauren and I are. And it doesn't mean that we can't go to LA and find our own crowd and fucking find people that aren't constantly having bang energies up their buttholes. Like, it's fine. Like, and I think that's what we realized LA is like New York. There's neighborhoods. We're going to enjoy it. And so it was funny though, because Lauren's the one proposing this idea. And I looked at her, I'm like, Lauren, you've never even been to LA. Lauren's looking at me. She's like, Alex, it's going to be great. We can hike up to see the LA sign. I'm like, Lauren, first of all, you're talking about the Hollywood sign. There's no LA sign. She's like, right, right, right. The Hollywood sign. We're going to drink green juices. We're going to work out. We're going to do yoga. I'm like, yeah, technically I'll probably doing the same fucking thing i'm doing in new york and like sitting on my fucking couch but the sun will be shining okay and i feel like if there's anything i've taken from corona and quarantine it's like you gotta just do what makes you fucking happy guys honestly everybody listening to this everyone has different financial situations and i understand me being like i'm uprooting my life and going to la not everyone can technically do it the way i'm gonna do it but let me also tell you you can do whatever you want to do. My best friend, Lauren, right here, she doesn't have a job. When we go to LA, she has no job. She's on a job hunt. She's going to continue to be in classes at Columbia with no job. She's quitting her New York job. She's fucking moving across the country and being like, and when I get there, I'm going to get online and trying to find a fucking job. It's like, just do whatever the fuck we want to do. But the fun part of this too is daddy gang. I can't help myself. I can't, I can't help myself. You're all like, Oh God, here she goes. Content. Okay. People. It's what we fucking live for here on caller daddy. And I promise you, you're all like, no, you definitely came up with this. I promise I didn't. Lauren looked at me and goes, here's the thing, Alex, 
you and I are very different humans. I'm like, all right, Lauren, you don't need to rub it in. Lauren is getting her PhD at Columbia. She's successful. She's going to be a fucking psychologist. She's doing all the things. But Lauren looks at me and she goes, we're very different in the sense of, I have never been on a proper date with a guy. I started dating my boyfriend in fucking college. I got out of college. I'm in New York City. I've never been on a date with a man. I've never been. And I quote, and it is shocking. Lauren goes, I've never been on a dating app. I need to start taking pictures. What are my pictures supposed to look like? What's my bio? Do I unfollow you so no one knows I'm friends with you, psycho? These are the things that Lauren's like about to jump into the fucking dating pool. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, oh my God. This is so fun because Lauren has said it to me. She's like, I feel like the daddy gang. Like I'm in this too. I'm I'm new to dating. Here we go. Like we can enjoy it too. And Lauren has offered her services. And Lauren was like, I would love to actually share with the daddy gang my journey of like going on my first date what the fuck do I say do I need a fucking earpiece from you Alex to be talking in my ear telling me what to do now all of you are like dear god don't do this to Lauren guys have you been listening to the past few fucking weeks health and wellness is spewing out of my fucking asshole okay I'm not gonna do my friend dirty Lauren's like I don't want to be blocking him nine times a day and then leaving him on red and I'm like totally fair you'll just leave him on red once she's like Alex (laughs) I can't help myself no but the truth is daddy gang it really feels like I'm turning the page and starting a new goddamn chapter in my life and I have my childhood best friend right beside me to do it and it's a little fucking beautiful that we are both fucking single I don't know when we're gonna come back to New York all I fucking know is we don't have an end date we both bought one-way fucking tickets to LA and you better fucking get ready daddy gang because you're coming along with us all right daddy gang um Hello, I am about to continue to play the interview that Hannah and I did. Like I said last week, we literally blacked out. We couldn't stop speaking. So I'm going to press play on a continuation of what you didn't hear last week to give you a little idea. We're talking about meeting the parents. We're talking about threesomes, foursomes. And then it's funny, guys, because on this week's episode, you'll hear back in the day, I was saying to Hannah how I was kind of liking L.A. So you'll hear it's kind of a weird moment where, like, I didn't know. It was a foreshadowing. I didn't even know that this bitch was moving. So enjoy the episode, Daddy Gang. I'm going to pick up where we left off. Again, to remind you, Hannah is in a full-time relationship with a 44-year-old fox and i am currently although i'm juggling a few men i'm enjoying all the men that i am talking to and we're engaging in health and wellness all right let's get into it are you freaked out by his age has anyone asked you that i feel like I just have it's to ask funny because he care. so he has a full head of gray hair if he didn't have gray hair like he does like a silver fox he's like a silver fox he, he looks like a straight anderson Does cooper children? no children no exes he speaks three languages wait what's wrong with him he doesn't have an ex-wife. He made a joke. He was like, I'm like a sweater. Like, it looks good on the rack. And you put it on, it's a little scratchy. And I was like, okay, that you need to get more specific. <laughs> like, what do you mean by scratchy? What is, what is scratchy mean? But I th- really think what it is is that his he's a big big in like ireland oh okay. <laughs> as oh. a comic like Wait, he's, that's hot. he's so like in ireland he's kind of like a celebrity like okay. he did dancing with the stars there like oh. big in ireland because he lived there since he was 14 so his his life was traveling back and forth yeah. and like from his he was in a relationship from like all of his 20s right. and then he was just 
fucking grinding with his career. So he met me at this time where his career has kind of calmed down because of quarantine. And now it's like... And also, because we're not the same age, we're not competitive with each other. Right. He's literally like... Oh, that's good. We're a whole different type of comedy. Right. And also, he's like... Accomplished, accomplished so much he's like Hannah I don't care about fame I don't care about money like I just want happiness right now and you're like and I represent happiness <laughs> let's go I'm like, I, I'm like how much money do you have, have we and like what's your net worth and like can you show me your W2 I just want to double check no I literally like, I don't care about it either but if but like if why don't you care is it because you have a lot no <laughs> dude I the guy that I'm dating I'm like I know he's rich but I want to know how much and I'm waiting because like I don't want to be psycho and listen I'm not superficial but I'm superficial like I'm sorry if I'm about to be b- making a lot of money like I just want to know I want to know what level of success I you wanna, are I, I, I want to know if you invest well right I'm just curious so I'm wondering like at what point do I say like how much do you make I think <laughs> it's gonna happen naturally once he feels like really trusting yeah. of you yeah um because like, you need to stop me- like stealing stuff from his apartment that would help oh <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're stealing his forks. It's just weird. Right, right, right. Like, I am I, compulsively stealing stuff from his house. Like, that painting just disappeared? Right? And I'm like, oh, but can you afford a new one? If it was, like, gone all of a sudden, I, like, take the most expensive watch. And I'm like, but you can afford a new one, like, right? Like, how many AirPods do you need? Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I said that made... He told all his friends made him, like, really fall for me. Okay. And this is a very specific moment, but when... It, you want to finally pay for a guy. Like, yeah. you know, it's like maybe third, fourth date or like you're at a coffee shop. Right. I love whenever it's a cheap thing. I love just yeah. being like, I got, like, I got this. <laughs> like, wait you're until like, it's like $1 Starbucks. Pizza. You're like, I got Literally, this. we went to a pizza place and I got Coke and he got a slice. I got you're two like, slices baby. because I want to stay thick. Right. <laughs> and I go, babe, I got it. I got it. And he goes, are you sure? I'm like, I got it. And then It's he, like $15, yeah, it's Hannah. $17.25. <laughs> So you're both at the cash register. Now, cash register humor is a huge part of relationships. It's just like um, waiter humor. Like you banter with like the, it's like a third. Right, right. A little third, bring them in. A little third. So you look at the cash register and you give the card. Right. And then you go, he makes me pay for everything. Stop. And then you just see their reaction, his reaction. You let it play out. Because you're (laughs) fucking with him. You're a devil. So that moment, he then, I heard him on, because he goes on podcasts because he's a comic. Right. Being like, when I saw her fuck with me like that, I just knew she was the one. Dude. And, and like, obviously, this is my no, sense of humor. I was going to say, this is so the right guy for you because there are men that would have been like, no, I swear, I paid for everything. And it's like trying to convince the fucking waiter or whoever that's the cashier that, like, no, I swear. Like, she just. Or offered. I've done it and a guy will, like, kind of chuckle. This guy was like, that's the funniest He's thing like, I've ever He's like, I am heard. so in love with her fucking cashier banter that this is the one. Also, that's kind of dope. I'm, like, trying to do well in my career. Like, I've really been making money for, like, the last year and a half like actual money yeah um as congrats you you too fuck yes Yes. and so i joke and i'm like i want to be a sugar mama Uh and i would joke about it all the time and then finally he was like hey like i know this is a joke but like you know i have more money than you (laughs) and you're like well again do you want to show me how much w2 where (laughs) give me access to the bank account where are the taxes because i don't know it could be 750 dollars and i need to know no that's true it is kind of weird when when it comes to like paying for shit in a relationship Mm -hmm. like i think eventually people like always ask like how do you like you it should be balanced out at sometimes but like i don't think that like when he pays i want him to like really want to pay yeah and a lot think about what paying is it's ultimately like an act of like it's a gift it's like an emotional thing so like today we went into the city and i was gonna go back to my place in queens he's like why don't we just get an apartment i mean an apartment why don't we just buy an apartment tonight no he's like why don't we just get a hotel room and i was like because i have to do something in the morning 
and I was like, cool. And then I go to Hotels.com. So I bought, Wait, you bought the hotel? And I just got a $125 room because everything's so cheap in New York right. right now. But it was, like, nice that I was just right. like, I got you it. you did it. Because $100. Like, I could do that. Right. So, like, the little things you can you, like, do, do. You, slide in, and then the big boys, The, like, like wild the dinner. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, trip. yeah. Exactly. Like, so do those little things. So when he gets a trip, he just remembers all those little things like, that you did. And she always gets it. That's a good point. Dating an older guy has its perks and negatives, but, like, don't you feel like No, but I kind of love it because my mom's like, oh, he's, like, a man. Exactly. And and my dad's like, wait, so he can deal with your shit and we don't have to? Like, they actually trust him to, like, deal with me. I agree. I hate to tell daddy gang listening, but if I could give you any advice, and it's just from my personal experience, and, like, I know there are some girls that I know that date guys their age and, like, somehow it works. I personally always date older men yeah i just feel like i know as crazy and like psycho as i am on this show obviously and like i sound like a fucking lunatic also as someone who's has a career that they're very driven in yeah sometimes when you date guys your age who might not be yeah. successful in their career their it's dick hard. won't get hard no, like i love fucking poor guys because like yeah. they fuck to have a place to stay that <laughs> night like they put in another level of effort they're like please but i'm not trying to like date, date. you because like <laughs> Something went wrong, like that yeah. you couldn't pass chemistry right. to like end the sex up. Sex is great, the long term. Yeah, no, no, no. But but I, older guys are like not intimidated by you. Yeah. So that's why it's like kind of worked out for me. The progress. <laughs> no, I guess for both of us. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm not where you are. You are yet. But like, how do you feel? Well, like, no are, relationships are the same. No. Honestly, like I feel kind of happy. And it's weird because it's not like a high of like when you had like a good podcast show right. or like when you got a and deal you know or you like signed a contract. It's yeah, it's a like consistent where I feel like I've been depressed and anxious yeah. like a lot in my life. And yeah. that was just my thing. Like I just napped all the time. Right. That was just me. Slept, yeah. I'd nap and then I'd like complain about right. shit and, and people eat. would laugh right. and I'd eat. And like lately I just have this excitement of like being with this person and learning about this person but i also don't you never know what the future holds right but that's the exciting thing like you see yourself through their eyes yeah so if they're making you feel like shit get the fuck out but if they're like and if they're just like a yes person to you get the fuck out yeah but he literally like is so honest with me like tries to make me better also i'm I'm sensitive and will tell him when like something hurt my feelings which is good and we're just we're on a journey but also i don't we're on a journey i don't feel like i need a boyfriend in any way it's yeah. more like you want oh, he's a special this. person yeah. that i don't want to lose and like that's beautiful together i feel i just feel lucky to have him in my life Hell. i'm disgusting right now i like this, don't even know who i am no this episode is single-handedly going to put me yet again in the health and wellness section for like the fucking <laughs> podcasting awards i swear to god i occasionally throw in some health and they're like it's for the health i got nominated for the health and wellness section i'm like in what world but i guess honestly this is the new world yes so wait have you met his parents oh my god fun fact they're dead oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yo. <laughs> Have to? <laughs> they died. Did you, 
they're you, looking up. They're w- listening to they're the podcast like, right now. They're, they're looking like, down Jesus on us. Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Actually, I okay. our first date, I got in a fight with my parents. And I rarely fight with my parents. But I, like, it was the first date I'd gone on in, like, six months. Yeah. And they didn't give a fuck. <gasps> like, my dad was like, I have a tea time. And we have to leave half an hour early. And I was like, you've known Father all week that date. I have one thirty date that you need to drop me off at because my driver's license has expired. Oh. And that is my fault. I know. However, I need you right now. And he's like, well, the guys are playing at one. You're like, dad. The date. I was like, Dad, you complain that I'm single and like right. I can't find anyone, and I'm I'm about to find someone. Help your girl get fucked. And you don't give a fuck about your daughter finding love. Is there anything more important in your life? He's like, I'm Yeah, my tea time. Star. <laughs> and he's like, My tea time. So, and they're like rushing me out of the house. I like I picked jeans when I should not have picked jeans. It was oh. a hot day. Oh. I was like groin oh, sweating. Chafing. So I'm all oh. I'm fucking. I literally before I leave the car, I go fuck you both. <gasps> and I walk out. Like I never fight with them like that. And I'm fuming. And I get on this ferry. To go see my man, my future my man's. man's, and I get in the car and I immediately feel really comfortable with him. I'm just like, my dad almost fucked this up because of a tea time, and I'm like, I'm so annoyed with him, but I'm gonna be in a good mood for this date. Hi, I'm Hannah. Nice to meet you. And he looks at me and he goes, At least your parents are alive. And I go, This dude just made a dead parents joke within like five minutes of meeting. I love you. I think I'm in love. Wait, were you kind of like? We are they actually dead or are you fucking with me? And he's like, they're dead. They're dead. And like his, that dark sense of humor turned me on so much. You're I was like, now soaking. my jeans are soaking wet from sweat <laughs> and, and pussy, pussy juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then wow. now we have a joke where like, we'll meet new people. And I'm like, please don't talk about your dead mom. Like in the first five minutes, Dude. like just like, don't lay it on immediately. That is so morbid. The, the, when you just said fun fact, his parents are dead. <laughs> I honestly lost my shit. I'm like, whoa, that is like dark. Then my buddy, amazing comedian, Nikki Glazer yes. had this whole bit where she was like, I'm trying to find a man with a dead mom. And I was like, why? And she's like, because I want to be the number one woman in his life and not have any competition. I'm like, you are a sick fuck. You're a sick fuck. However, Nikki Glazer, I've never met you. You're a <laughs> sick fuck and I love it. However, <laughs> I mean, I would love to meet his mom to be like, oh, his mom likes me right. or whatever. But However, yeah. he's met my parents. They okay. like him. And then like, that was that. Does he have siblings? He does. I've Ooh. met his brother. Um, oh, how did that go? It was good. His brother's hot. You I, you made like a weird face to me. I'm like, what? Why are you smirking? Like, do you want to fuck his brother? That's your no, first like, three. He has two brothers, and they're oh. all like gorgeous. And yeah, so I met fun. this guy's parents, but it was all it wasn't supposed to happen. How did he introduce you? Okay, well, I had been at his house. And they were coming by to like drop off some fucking baked goods. Like the he, amazing. Were you dressed? I, listen to this story. Did you have a thong no, right next so to you? Straight up. Okay, so we are getting ready to go to Malibu. We were gonna go to like the beach or whatever. You're so LA. And I'm I'm so LA, guys. <laughs> like hello. And I am wearing whore vibes because I'm like I want like we're about to like hang out together like little bikini. I'm like wearing this like slutty ass outfit. He's like, yo, so um, you're about to meet my parents because they're driving by to, like, drop off some stuff. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm, like, blinking, like, huh? I'm, like, looking down at my tits out. I'm like, sorry, what? I go, and it's, like, 97 <laughs> degrees in L.A. I run into the bedroom. I put a sweater on. I put a sweater. I put a fucking sweater that's, like, up my neck. Like, not a turtleneck, but, like, up the neck. Like, you don't even know what my fucking body looks like, okay? And then I have these baggy <laughs> shorts on. <laughs> And 
I walk outside and it's like COVID. So they're like kind of staying in the car. Yeah. The dad gets out and I'm standing there and I'm like staring at them. And somehow like my voice pitch is like a little like, hi, Alex, like being so sweet. Like I'm like, I am the definition of like, like the girl. You're like, dainty <laughs> flower. I'm so innocent. Cause I know they know about hi. my show. And hi. I'm like, I, I, li- I like him. He's really sweet. Hey, you've raised like a really good kid. Like I really like him. And like, thank you so much for the big goods. Like I'll eat them later while I'm like praying in my Bible. Fuck! And they're like staring at me and so I have my sweater on. I am sweating all of my makeup off. <laughs> that voice was amazing. Like, hey, what's up, Alex? Like, I'm like, I'm losing my shit. So I'm staring at them and the mom and I are talking and she's in the car and then the dad is out and they're staring at me and I'm standing there in my fucking sweater and I'm sweating my balls off and he's kind of like not even paying attention and I'm like trying to be in it like Bible study because yes. yes. I know about the podcast and they listened a little bit to some of them that he was in okay. and I just, you, just I, you go guys I, it's a bit no, it's a it's, bit I'm, like, I'm a I'm virgin like, I'm like you guys it's literally scripted and like I don't I'm so I fake. don't even write it I don't even write it I'm, I just Barstool like has forced me to stay here yes. and say these words that I don't even know <laughs> like, what it means I have never given a blowjob like I my mouth is too small like I don't know you by the way I'm rich <laughs> also but also I'm rich I'm not using your fucking son which by the way she, the mom ended up saying like I like that she has her own shit going and like I like that she doesn't need your finances so also anyway, you they, have a health and wellness podcast like she, she must love that you are changing <laughs> right? the lives of people's wellness thank you i'm in the category with oprah i mean bitch come at me so um it ended up going well and i like really killed it and i was just thinking like a hometown sweet cute girl yeah. and then afterwards they ended up telling him they were like she is so fucking sweet and then i got back into the fucking house ripped my fucking shirt off put my tits back out and headed up to malibu <laughs> Have you had to talk about any of, like, the ex's conversation? Like, have you had ex conversations with him? What a great question, Alex. Because I am in the thick of it. What a great question. So I came in. He already knew my ex who was in the comedy community with him. Right. And then I was also at a house with one of my exes. So he already was like, I don't want to hear a thing about it yeah but he's like i know who they are no we don't but my thing is i'm like such an open book where i'm like i had these relationships and this guy fucked me up and that upset me and this is everything that's happened to me and now you know everything and he's like he literally is like i don't want to hear it that's so men they don't want to hear it it's jealousy they're like no he's told me about his like one really serious relationship he like went in depth about it but he has this thing which is actually quite smart but quite annoying where i'll you know when you ask questions and you're like, have you ever had a threesome? Or like, right. um, who'd you lose your virginity to? Like that kind of thing. Right. I actually might have, he won't, he won't play the game with me. But I did. I told him, I said, how'd you lose your virginity? And the way he told this story about this girl named Emily had a little too much emotion for me. And you're like, and I literally go, then why don't you go fuck <laughs> Emily then? He goes, she's 45 with children. You're like, I lost my virginity. This is family. 20 years ago. So like, I like jokingly, every now and then I'd be like, oh, you didn't answer. Were you talking to Emily? Emily? And, and like, it's like, an inside Hannah? joke. But he's like, if you can't handle right. me losing my virginity when I was 11 or 12 or whatever, he goes, <laughs> right. how am I supposed to tell you about anything? You're so like, he just mm. doesn't tell me shit anymore. Wait, he's smart. But I actually realized like the not knowing is hard but i think it's actually so healthy for us because i just see him as this clean slate who in my head he's had sex with that girl emily once and this relationship that is like so over but it makes him like 
easier no, to be around. No, he's smart. He's a smart fucking man for doing that. And also, you are so me. I, like, the Emily comment, the amount of times I'm like, oh, were you talking to fucking Emily? And he's like, Alex? Like, I literally just told you that's the girl I lost my virginity to 20 years ago. And he's I'm like, 44. but Emily? It was 30 years ago. Literally. And, like, she's she's literally married with a family. Like, when he's on work calls and he's like, yeah, I was talking to, like, Cassidy. And I'm like, wow. Does oh. Cassidy suck your dick the way I do? And he's like, I love Alex. I like to jokingly be jealous right but 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 then also kind of like (laughs) dude but how oh my god everyone can relate when you ask for the story and like you said with men if there's a little too much emotion all of a sudden you're like hold on i asked for the story but i didn't ask for the emotion do you still love her do Uh you still like her Uh now let's talk we have there's so many more questions but it also slightly turns me on when i hear about girls wanting to fuck him so i'll try to do that sometimes and he's like this is a trap and i go no no no." i'd be be like so what years did you like on the road have the most sex and he'll be like not telling you he's like hannah shut the fuck up he's so mature it's so annoying but i but and then he'll like occasionally make little comments like yeah i had too much fun that that trip and, and you're like please like, elaborate yeah what and does that like, mean shut up. and you go shut up i i want to know all the things and like i told the daddy gang on my podcast when i was in la i literally sat there with him and i was like show me every single you're girl like, you've ever I dated. want a Venn diagram no, or like I, I, I want did. a PowerPoint of every <laughs> of girl every with girl. their Instagram. like how many like I'll how find them or you can give right. them to me. It's either one you prefer. This is your choice. Like do you want to do it the hard way or the easy way? And I sat with him at a dinner and I had him show me every single girl he had <gasps> ever seriously dated. Do you prefer them to how do you prefer them to look? The exes? Like what's the best scenario? Well, the unfortunate thing is they look all like me. No, I think that's a great thing. It okay. means you're his fucking type. Right. And it makes sense. He's like I. Only if a guy's blonde. only dated blondes yeah. and he dates me, you're I'm like, like um, <laughs> you're like, am I? Are we? So did you? What are when we? When a guy, if no, we true. end and he doesn't date a guy, a girl that looks just like me after, I'm like, wow, he fucked uh, with me. Okay. But if he dates a girl just like me, I go, he was obsessed with me, and I'm so his type. No, I literally look exactly like his, like, last two girlfriends. Okay. I'm like, yo, we look like sisters. So it makes sense. So it makes sense. He only likes blondes, but I think that I've been very, like, I am I am self-sabotaging. I want to know everything. You're, you're trying to hurt your own feelings. I want it to be so hurtful that I'm, like, crying on the phone with him. And he gives me, because he's, like, honest. Yeah. Because one of them is still trying to contact him, so he's been honest about it. Yeah. And I'm over here, like, I, I don't know. I think I'm just being a little self-sabotaging. That's, like, the not healthy part of me right now. Like, I love I love making See, it See, my man, maybe because he's a little older and maybe has experienced it, right. is, like, no. I'm not going right. to indulge you well the issue is that i think with my podcast it sucks but i do have a lot of girls like eventually reach out and stupid shit like that and like she was shitting on my show to him Mm -hmm. and so it it just like i just want to be in the know that's my thing like and i tell this to all my boyfriends i'm like i want to know if it's like a current thing you need to know or like a recent thing it's important to know yeah however like you don't you don't need to know every single girl he's ever dated and, like, how far they went. Also, like, my did, but... dude's 44. Right. Like, that's a yeah, lot. Well, yeah, like, holy shit. That's a lot of Like, history. do you have a few days? I can't. Like, like, whoa. I can't. No, that's true. That's true. I like, I want a guy that girls want to be with. Me too. But I don't want to know emotions and stuff of any kind. But I do like that he told me that I'm the first girl he ever fucked with his soul. Yeah. So fighting. <laughs> it honestly this is the thing and i've always said it and i think no matter what even if i get into a healthy relationship this is gonna happen conflict is good at times to bring resolution to bring you closer to then you're like i'm more in love with you yes and i've had multiple multiple fights 
with this man that then at the end he's like i am i'm just like i love you like this guys is- that i've never fought with it's missing something because you, you should, don't fucking care right? i've had whole relationships where i never fought just because i didn't care enough right and but if you're always fighting then it's like that's a huge no you have to become good at fighting yeah. oh. like you have to become a couple that when they fight you know how to fight and fight healthy and fight well and move the fuck on tell me about your fucking fighting situation okay so <laughs> we for the first time like little things we will just say why it like unnerved us or something i like that you but the, you like are very verbal when something's bothering you you guys yeah like up. he will after a phone call like once he's texting me be like by the way like i just wanted to let you know that when you talked about like this ex it kind of bothered me right which is so and but i'm good but like i i like in the future just don't and then i responded and was just like i am so sorry it was such like an unnecessary story that like i thought was funny and i realized was so not funny and then afterwards he's like i didn't even need to text you that but like i'm happy i did okay that is number one i think that's also us just growing up because in the past i would usually if they said something i would save it and like backlog it and be like okay that bothered me and then you like use it it against him and use it against them meanwhile i've been doing the same thing just bring it up immediately when it's bothering you i have some unhealthy fighting tactics that i wrote down in the car bring them um do you know what they say, I think this is an old Dane Cook joke, but like when you immediately just start agreeing with everything they're saying in a sarcastic way. Right. And you're just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you're so right. Yeah. Why haven't I, how have I not seen that I've been so wrong this whole time? Yeah. You're so smart. Oh my God, yes. And then like when it's done, you like under your breath say the most passive aggressive mean thing like, you're stupid like your father or something like that. No, actually the agreeing, I could see a man being like, please stop. Please Be like, stop. Oh no, totally. Yeah, I was... How how could I have gotten so mad when you fucked that girl? That was so crazy of that me. That was insane. Then if you're dating an older guy, the thing to piss them off the most during a fight is literally just check your phone. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> literally check your phone and just be, like, on the phone. And he's like, can you get off your phone for five and seconds? And you're like, oh, my God, sorry. Fight. My friend is so funny. She sent me the funniest meme. You wouldn't get it because you're old. I'm but, like, like wait, it's really funny. so good. But you're, like, literally ancient. You'll just never know. That's actually like, really It's, like, good. highbrow meme humor that you wouldn't. It's, like, referencing another meme. Yeah, like it's, a like, meme. a meta meme thing. You and wouldn't you get it. you don't even know what a meme is. We got that one. You, then you can just, like, drag his ass to his face. Like, just, like, let it all fucking out. I've done that. And, like, well, this is the thing. When you're dating an older guy, it was so interesting because I tried to do my old tactic where like if we were getting in a fight sometimes I will just literally hang up on them and then just put my phone down and like walk into a different room and like not answer them for so long so I did that to him and then but I started to FaceTime door number three right after I hung up on him (laughs) I was so fucked up I was literally hammered and I was like in my feels I'm like I want door number three because he can't like make me feel door number three does and then he kept calling me and he texted me he was like I will not put up with this fucking immature shit you do not hang up on me in the middle of a conversation so then I'm like door number three I'll call you right back like sorry my mom's calling me hang up on him call him then call the other one back and i'm like hi and he's like he literally it was kind of the hottest thing he's ever done he looks at me on facetime and he was like i just want to be very fucking clear Uh i understand you're upset but i will not put up with this fucking immature bullshit of you fucking hanging up and then deleting and ignoring my calls not fucking do you know what this is you're in the power struggle phase where you're trying to see how much you could fuck with him and he's telling you you can't no and then if you decide that you're gonna listen right, to him that right. means that you guys can right, move forward right but if you don't then you fucking break up it's honestly like one of those where i'm like okay noted and then i'm just gonna reel it back a little bit yeah so there are times where now i'll ignore him a little bit but i'm not gonna like so he knows about door number three he knows because i'm like you are open about it on this pod i know and, and he, his mom now yeah. knows no yeah and he's he's asked me about him 
and he's and door number three knows about this guy yeah you um yeah you haven't evolved as much as you thought you <laughs> have. no but but i think it's good that i'm being honest yes that i'm yes. not hiding them they both know about each other and they both know that i'm just kind of like you're just doing it's the bachelor but called caller daddy and we'll see who wins but, but at in least the it's end. just two yeah and they're both real relationships and they're both honestly genuinely you literally amazing. have two boyfriends i do I and kind so of, when I one love pisses that me off, you. I just hop to the fuck another. Who do you like fucking better? I think that the history with door number three will always be there, but I think long-term I'm starting to freak myself out because I think that, like, day-to-day life moving forward, I could actually, like, see with this other guy. And so just go fuck me, right? So fighting tactics. So we're just growing up. Well, the final fighting tactic to always win, always. Always win. Cry. Always. Just cry. Just cry. Just cry. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, but it's true. And if you don't do it often. No, yeah, don't cry all the time. Because those you do, tears. you lose power. I They're cried. Just like, crying, when I cried to this guy, he literally was like, Alex, like, I will get on a plane. I'm so sorry. Like, I want to come see you. And I'm like, all right, I'm not actually fucking crying. Well, how I you guess. start it is you start being like, <laughs> if it's on the phone, then he goes, are you crying? You go, no, no. And he goes, and he keeps talking, and you're just like, <laughs> and then you like spit up your words a little bit. You're like, I, I just like, no, and he's I, like, you're crying. I'm not crying. Like I never fucking cry. Like, yeah, I and you always say, I never cry. But like this cry. shit. And then he's like, I'm <gasps> sorry, dude. I cry. Just, like, you don't even have to say a word. You can just like say like, I just like do half words. And, like, and then immediately, and then immediately, I don't even, dude. No, every woman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to go. Like, we'll talk tomorrow. And he's like, no! No! No, girls, it is true. Just cry. But you, if you overdo it, then he's like, okay, the fucking girl that cried wolf. Yes. So those are the fighting tactics. Yeah. And there's healthier ones than others. So use your own. Yeah. Learn how to balance them. When yeah. you want to be fucking psycho, you just agree with everything. And yeah. look at him like you're fucking just gone behind the eyes. Yep. Oh, yes. And then if you make up, you have the makeup sex. And, and that cycle of abuse is sometimes pleasurable. It, uh, honestly, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> my favorite cycle ever. No, it's true. I have a really random thought for you mm-hmm. about threesomes. Oh, yeah. And foursomes. Yeah. This is so strange. Okay. I have been in relationships before where I'm like, I will never have a threesome with you. I will never have a foursome with you. Get the fuck out of my face because I was just too much in the relationship, too far down. I'm at a weird place right now, and I have never in my life really thought about this. I've had a threesome before. I've never had a foursome. I enjoyed myself. It was with a, another girl um, and then a guy, but it was – he was kind of – he's just like a pig – so, like, I just was, like, uh, it was, like, fun, but it wasn't anything, like, I need to do this again. Yeah. Then, with this new guy, he's so sexual, and we've had conversations about, like, it's the first real relationship that I've been so, like, sexually pushing the limits. Like, he pushes me to the limits, and he's, like, would, you, like, I want to do everything with you. Mm-hmm. Because it makes me, even if we do shit that's wild, like you, like whatever it is, I, it makes us closer. So we've been talking about possibly like while we're traveling, because mm-hmm. we're like, we you can't do it in your bed at home. No. Traveling. Like, or like in your neighborhood. No. <laughs> you're like walking the dog. You're like, she looks kind of cute. Like, hey, come on like, over, like, Candace. Yeah, like, no. So he travels a lot for work and we may be going to like a different country together. And he was like, it could be hot. Like if we're like out one night and we 
you go pick someone up and then like we bring them back and I've been thinking about it it's early enough in the relationship that if it's ever going to happen it would have to be now so that like I would have to see like did I like it or will it be a thing that if you do like it do you think it would be part of your relationship like or like a holiday well, what he said is like if you hated it he was like I'm down to do it with another guy or another girl it's down to you like you pick the person he was like and I want you to pick them because it's more so I want you to have sex with in this threesome that like I want you to be attracted to the guy mm-hmm. and he was like I or the girl I want you to pick it's not even for me because I will be more turned on if you are having sex with this girl mm. and having such like it's so hot like I don't even have to fuck her like whatever whatever you want to do it's all perspective and he's making you see things in a new light because right? he's like and if we hate it we never have to do it again but it will be an experience that we talk about and we're like oh that he's would. so free he's, and open he's, Hannah and you're like a type a bitch yes. so like so I'm like hold on now, logistically up. how does this work and like <laughs> does she sign an NDA like what's happening has he done that a lot he so I asked him and he said I've oh, I had a threesome with one of my exes um but then my most recent ex wasn't down for it because like she had some like family shit that she like wasn't down to have threesomes because yeah. it like traumatized her or some I don't know yeah so he was like but he was like I don't know what it is but about That's a good us. excuse yeah I, like my family she's like my family <laughs> it's like wait what your parents like my family I can't I, I have three brothers and sisters and I hate the number three I can't it's I feel like I'm fucking my brother like what is going on the th- this is the question full i am gonna admit yeah i have never done cocaine before oh where are we going <laughs> no, i'm gonna bring it back never i swear i'm gonna bring it back because i've like, like, never had a threesome You're like after I've never my done comedy cocaine. shows people legit just like give me cocaine because i just seem oh. like a cocaine girl right, right, right. everyone like, thinks i, I play I do sports whatever yeah. i just feel like if yeah. i did cocaine i'd bash my head into a wall and yeah. ruin the party for it's everyone. honestly not that it's there's not a lot and of- people are like hannah why haven't you done cocaine and i'm like bitch i'm 29 if i do it and i don't like it i have a terrible night if i do it and i do like it now i love cocaine <laughs> that's kind of like a great point. so now i'm bringing it back to oh, you a life story as, as in like if you do it and you don't like it it's like possibly traumatizing and if you do it and do like it now you want to, to have, have threesomes all, all the time, time. <laughs> no wait so like does this complicate your life no more? i okay in a weird way, in a weird fucking way, this is a great conversation, Hannah. Um, I never thought about it going, if I was going to go into a relationship with a man, I really didn't think, like, this can't be that healthy. For some reason, mm-hmm. we are so sexually open with each other, mm. but also, even, like, sexual She shit. wants to experience life with you yeah, in yeah. all different ways. All That's, different ways. And well, he's a very sexual person. It's interesting, because my guy has done the same thing where he's just like i want to try everything with you and make you come in so many different ways and the fact that he said bring a dude in i kind of love that he said that right because deep down like i would love to have a threesome with two guys okay would you i kind i kind of think i would be down like and he literally texted me after and was like (laughs) i um like after we were talking about like having a threesome with two dudes like i now can't stop masturbating to like watching like dp porn because i'm thinking about like me and a guy fucking you and like there's just something about it that's turning me on so much and literally i'm over here like well i wasn't thinking about doing that this fucking upcoming december for christmas but now i'm like okay now i have to stretch out my ass no literally like i'm straight up being like am i about to have like a fucking threesome with two dudes and this guy and he but he then he's also like it's so cute because then he's like (laughs) i love how he's saying this is cute he's like but i could be the one like say if we like if you wanted to get like tied down and there's to the two of us like if i'm gonna like 
um, like skull fuck you. Like if one of us is going to have our, <laughs> you're like, where are you going it's with like, this? <laughs> He's like, I'll be the one to do it so that like you can tell me if it's like hurting or He's whatever. Like, like, wait, like, skull fuck no, you? No, skull. Said- like when you're laying down and a guy is like on top of you straddling and you shoving his dick into you and like you can't, like it's like a lot. You're like, yeah. like Wait, how do you spell that? Skull? Skull, S-K-U-L-L. Oh, skull. Skull, like your skull. Skull. Fuck. I thought you said skull. 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 <laughs> Did we go to school? I don't know. But daddy gang, I think it's just for the first time in my life, I'm like, oh my God, I want to try all these And it's different because- and he's older. When you think of like having sex in college with two guys, oh my God. there's that like stereotype that like, oh, you're a hoe yeah. who just had two guys run, run train, train on you. Where now it's like your boyfriend is like, yeah. let's find the hottest guy and like let's like be obsessed with your body and see how many ways we can turn you on for your pleasure. Like, Literally. why wouldn't we? I know. And I feel like I'm coming to this weird. I think it's because he is older. He is so confident in his sexuality so it's turning me the fuck on and now i'm trying to figure out am i about to go i think a foursome with another couple could be so fucking hot well i was thinking swinging is a very popular thing i know but i'm not a swinger but now here i am swing swing bitch (laughs) i don't know like i don't know what's going on he's making me want to do all the things and i'm like oh my god well it's also it there's so much turning on that happens when someone else if someone was like that fucking pebble turns me on, yes. suddenly I'm into that pedal. I'm, I'm, yeah, pebbles. and you're like, and you're like grinding. On I the like pebbles. pebbles. Right. I'm I'm like a rock girl now. <laughs> I just I bring right. a rock in. Right. Like we have a boulder now. Like it's I don't give a fuck. It's, right. I'm I'm using a lot of metaphors. No, it's good. However, like I was talking to Des. I mentioned it because you were texting me about it, and right. he was like, I mean, it's not really my thing. Right. So like, if he had said in that moment, like. Oh, I would. It's I would so, die. Like I want to hear some emotion. Like I want to hear that. Oh, like you know that sound. Right. Like oh yeah. fuck. Then then it turns me on. But like him not yeah. being into, it, I'm like then we're then not we're even not gonna, doing it. Why fuck around? But with you that? know what? In the my past too, I think having a threesome with a guy for me in my mind, it's always been like, well, it's for him. But yep. for the first time in my life, this guy is like, no, this would be for us and for you. Like I don't even need to fuck her. Like I I would love to watch a bitch like eat you out and like you get your pussy eaten by her and then like I'll fuck you and like you guys can be like and I'm like But oh. what if you have another couple and during it you're like, Oh my god, is their chemistry better than mine? And you're like, Oh my god, is she better at sucking his dick? And, and like is his dick bigger than his yeah, dick? Yeah, that's that's why I'm I'm like, wait, am I Because I get overthink jealous? things. Am I overthink I, yeah. things. I think that I can be a jealous person if I really like you, then I can be jealous and I'm like, Oh, fuck honestly daddy gang i'll keep you updated but like we're going on vacation together <gasps> that's like millennials love going on early vacations yeah like my parents were always like that's the call to honeymoon and why are you doing it so early but it's another thing where go on vacation see how he acts when he's waiting in lines right see how he acts when like some reservation gets canceled right see how he acts when you guys have nothing to do for three right. hours before the next dinner res and like what are we doing exactly so i kind of love that for you i kind of do too and i feel like i'm gonna get a dick in my asshole this trip and i'm not prepared for it he keeps saying he wants to do anal with me and I'm like I am so scarred and for the first time in my life because I haven't done it since the one time that I passed out in college from it and I feel like I'm about to have anal in in this resort so are you are you trying to be his girlfriend at some point or it's just naturally happening like what's our plan I think that or do we do we not have a plan are we not supposed to have plans anymore I don't know what do we do I I think my plan is that I like where this is going. He's treating me like a princess, but I've let him know with the show and my life right now, like I can't 
put a label on anything but i want to keep acting like we're acting and i don't know if that's the healthiest Wait, you're saying do. you cannot have a boyfriend I just, while hosting call her daddy no i think i could i'm just saying right now in my career and like i've got a lot of shit going on yeah. i just don't know if i can I think I could have a boyfriend but I don't know if I'm there yet because I think I have a lot of shit to work on with myself and then I have fucking door number three like I would have to close that door and like th- th- and that's a there's a lot that I have to like do you know what happens when you close doors another one opens your legs open (laughs) (laughs) your legs open and you got a ring on your finger you stupid bitch like i don't know i think it's just i honestly think it's the first relationship that i could actually see long term so i'm like don't put pressure on it because my question is with all i know we're not supposed to play games but with all these like sexual escapades do you wait for like a little more of a commitment before you're like giving him your butthole and like putting in other couples giving him i love how you say giving him the butthole like do we wait for the first time in my life, I feel like I used to be so calculated yeah. on how, when I'm going to have sex with them, when I'm going to do this, when I'm going to do that. I used to never fuck them until like three months in and it yep. was insanity. I, oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I know I was a nightmare. <laughs> trust me. Now I'm sitting here and I'm like, fuck the rules. I kind of want to do it. So why don't I do it? Why don't I get my fucking asshole penetrated in a fucking different country in a couple of weeks that sounds exciting to me and usually i'd be like no but i can't give him the asshole yet and it's like well if you want to then why not well it goes back to like what i'm doing with my boyfriend just as being... in as in if it's not gonna work out like if i'm gonna be um having diarrhea the right. whole following right. day just right. dripping because right. you went too hard let's just figure out now let's just do it why why, why all the anticipation well, and literally. wondering and anxiety let's do it now and figure it out if it fucking works right will you be able to handle me in my diarrhea state or not Sunil, yeah. are you loving LA? I think. I think I am. But you know what I think it is? When I first started going to LA, I have to admit that I thought, and I'm just being honest, the girls that I see on Instagram, I just was like, I, I'm not interested in being a part of that. I yeah. know I may look that way on Instagram, but like, yeah. I don't. She's like, I know my Instagram's the same as theirs. However, I know I look exactly <laughs> like them and I know I look so fake on Instagram. <laughs> However, let me just get to my point. Uh-huh. Um, I think that LA scared me to ever move there because I was like, I just don't want to be like going to those fucking like Poppy or Craig's or whatever the fuck they are and like going out with like all the Insta hoes. Then I think when I met this guy and I've been introduced to his life and he's a little bit older and yes. he's like in the industry, but not in a flashy way he's the most private person and then i'm meeting his friends and like they're going to santa they're barbara seen. for the weekend and they're going to malibu i think there's so they're many seen. different scenes and just like new york city one. yes and i thought there was only one and See, i was like i, I was never. the same i'm new york girl from brooklyn right. and i just shat on la all the time and same. then i went to la and i kind of i saw like there's so many positives yeah. also there's a chillness to it like i went in an elevator yeah with a bunch of people and we were standing there and for like three minutes it didn't move no one remembered to press a floor because like everyone's fucking high and i was like this would never happen in new, new york, york in new york screaming. people would be like i'll kill your family bro <laughs> make it move bitch <laughs> if it doesn't move i will blow no, this place it's up true. they're so chill but i was making fun of like the aesthetic where like there was this instagram filter where it like really fucks up your face to look oh, like a uh, sexual reptile oh there's every time i go on instagram and look at the filters i'm like this is so fucked that this is even legal like this is fucking kids up so i put one on and i go this is how girls laugh in la and i didn't move my face and i just go <laughs> and i thought it was so funny and then some girl goes <gasps> this is not like representative of girls in la oh. this is fucked up oh. this isn't true also you need to 
get Invisalign and oh. pluck your eyebrows. And I said, if that's not the most L.A. comment Wait. I've ever fucking heard. Wait, you're like, you literally are like, you're, she's like, stop making L.A. look bad. Also, bitch, get Invisalign. You're like, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Are you commenting on my looks while also saying L.A. isn't all about looks? Bitch, fuck you. Fuck you. Wait, that's so, raw. Yeah. And then, so like, L.A. has its it, pros yeah. and cons. Yeah, it's, it, there's definitely pros and cons. And I think that like, it's just a part of me thinks maybe relocating and just living somewhere else and like being near a beach and just like being around a different group of people may be helpful because I do have like really weird memories being in New York City still how do you like not dating an athlete I kind of love it isn't it so nice to not have to deal with the ups and downs of like oh did you strike out yeah no like it is let's take it out on everyone around us (laughs) shut the fuck up I don't care and honestly I know it's fucked but it is so attractive to me that like this guy like understands what I'm doing and like we can talk about work together and it's like fun because it's also our lives and like I couldn't do that a lot of times with athletes and I also think and I'm not gonna lie I've been having and I listen I love a lot of the guys (laughs) that I dated that were athletes but I'm getting to a point in my career where like it's just the beginning for me Mm -hmm. and a lot of them it's coming to the end for them and it ends at 30 and then it's like so where do and then they go through an identity crisis where they feel like losers for like at least the rest of their life <laughs> well, a lot no but literally a lot of them that have wives during their careers then they always have a second wife because they get divorced once the, the when the games end then they're sitting there and they're they're like what do i do now and then they want like a new thing and they go get a new woman and they always have Ugh. second wives oh i mean this is dark this is dark but you're being very honest yeah and i think dating a guy who understands what you do is integral because yeah. you're always going to do what you're going to do yeah and you can't be like editing around and changing things for them well no and i think like it's obviously i don't talk about it a lot on the podcast but at the end of the day like what where this there's no lie this is a huge podcast it's one of the biggest podcasts and so dating me right now i'm not gonna lie i don't think it's easy for men Mm -hmm. so i need to have a guy that is super confident and Mm -hmm. also though respects what i'm doing and doesn't look at it like it's just a sex podcast because it's so much more than that oh preach bitch are we growing up we are adults i know how do you pronounce it adults oh, adult adults okay whatever so, you say so so i guess this is this is the new journey I, I i i pray to fucking god next time i have you on you are not like so we broke up i wonder if i mean that would be get, an like, epic episode i mean it would i'd like, be like and I, i'm like yeah i said, I, I I said, said it was too. the best sex i've ever had i faked it i, I faked, faked it. it i faked it every fucking time <laughs> dude it's it honestly it's like yeah you're right like who knew we didn't know that it would we would both find cool guys and like mm-hmm. we would be in this situation but i think like it just shows like anything can happen so who knows you could be broken up or you could be fucking married who knows all right daddy gang that is it for this week's episodica um i'm feeling a little excited to put on a motherfucking bikini make sure you guys go follow me on instagram because i'm going to make the the man knows he i was like listen to me you will be taking so many pictures of my asshole on the beach and in exchange you can take a few behind the scenes in the bedroom he's like i don't want to no he was like okay yeah i got it i got it people listen if you date me you got to know your fucking place you're gonna take a couple fucking bikini pictures of me if we're on a nice fucking resort so go follow me on instagram if you want to go see my asshole um very exclusive content guys also go follow hannah her instagram is being burns but you spell it being and then burns is b-e-r-n-z also guys go make sure you follow and you subscribe to burning in hell 
the episode next week with Hannah is going to be fucking bomb. I'm pretty sure it's going to be also another two part series. And there's a couple there's a couple announcements I want to let you all aware of. Although there's not an episode next week on the Caller Daddy channel, the next episode that is coming out for Call Her Daddy is the 100th episode. And the guest that I'm having on, I truly never thought would come on this podcast. I truly, truly, in my heart of hearts, never thought that this guest would come on. And they are coming on. So get fucking ready, Daddy Gang, because that, that is going to be a good fucking time. Daddy Gang, you know the fucking drill. I love you so fucking much. And I will see you motherfuckers next Wednesday. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.